Cape Talk. The Book Review. At 21 minutes past four o'clock, uh, the Franschhoek Literary Festival will be in full swing this time next week, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. A lot of the events are already sold out, particularly the events which feature authors who are writing state-of-the-nation type stuff. Uh, the journalists and columnists and editors who've written about South Africa as it is at the moment, as it was, as it might be. I think just about every one of those sessions is sold out. I'm doing one on Sunday morning with Jay Naidu and Paul Hoffman, and that one is sold out. But there are still some very, very, very interesting sessions with some very good writers and uh, speakers that are available. So go along to the website and make sure that even if it's just for a day, um, you don't. It's if you don't have accommodation now, you're extremely unlikely to get it because generally accommodation in Franschhoek over the uh, festival weekend is booked out a year in advance. But it's worth a day trip, a couple of events, and a day trip out to beautiful Franschhoek. www.flf.co.za. Um, this sort of um, sheer damn manly um, genre within the broader thriller category is not something that I. I much favour and I I find them increasingly difficult to read. That's kind of testosterone dripping off every page. Um, But if that's the kind of, if that's the kind of, thing that you like, then um, Chris Ryan is one of the better exponents of that. And he's had a couple of heroes in the books that he has written. Most recently, he's been writing about John Porter, who's still a member of the SAS, and um, he goes off on these mad missions, and he generally goes off with a guy called John Bald, who doesn't want to play by the rules and is complete danger to himself and to everybody around him and the two of them go off to Sierra Leone and they have to extract somebody who used to be a commanding officer of the SAS, he's now a right hand man to the president of Sierra Leone and uh, the mission statement they're given is entirely false and what they're told is, is complete lies and and um, they end up in terrible peril all of the time but because of their superior training and ability to kill using the wonderful weapons that the SAS has trained them on they triumph and good wins out over evil descent into hell with the regiment psycho but you know as I say if if that's your bag then this is a good one Chris Ryan's shadow kill that's available in paper paperback at the moment and I uh, I've been aware for some time now of the poetry of Polly Clark she's three volumes of poetry out and now she's written her first novel and it is very 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 good indeed it's called Larchfield and Larchfield is the name of a school in Scotland in a small west coast town called Helensborough and there are two stories that play out 80 years apart a young poet, Dora, goes to Helensborough with her new husband. She's very excited. Um, she's had a volume published. She believes that she'll be able to write while her husband does the job that he's been sent up there to do. But the people in Helensborough don't seem to take to her. She finds small-town life absolutely suffocating. And then she finds out that W.H. Auden also lived in Helensborough in the early years of his career, in his 20s. He came up from Oxford where he'd got a degree. T.S. Eliot was just about to publish his first volume of poetry and he got a job, a teaching post at Larchfield School. And so you, uh, she writes with great insight and knowledge about Auden and coming to terms with his homosexuality and being mocked about it by the boys at school and how he coped with that and how he designed his poetic life into the future. And 
she decides to write a new biography of him, and that allows her to escape from the suffocating atmosphere of these small-town Scottish people that, for whatever reason, have taken against her. And then the the two time frames collide in a fantastical way at the end, which is done in a marvellously credible way. The writing is absolutely beautiful. With somebody with three volumes of poetry behind her, you might expect that. It's called Larchfield by Polly Clark, also available in paperback. I had a look at the the prices of most of these and all of them. Well, I had a look at the four books that I'm chatting about today, and all four of them were cheaper in paperback than they are in any ebook form that I was able to find. And then a quick look at two non-fiction works this afternoon. They're both works of South African fiction, and they both I, I, I suspect they're both on the program at Franschhoek next weekend. I'm not exactly sure, but I think they both are. Uh, the Republic of Gupta, story of state capture by Peter Louis Myberg, and with Brian Molefe heading back to... Um, back to ESCOM and with all those bitter and sardonic tweets about the partying in the Shabin in Saxonwald this weekend, it's very timely to remind you that this book is out and it's been out for a couple of weeks. Eusebius had Peter Louis on for about an hour, I think it was uh, last week sometime, early last week sometime. And if you want to know the sort of timeline with Gupta's arriving in 1993 and how is it that one of them arriving here and selling shoes on the street, literally, at markets and so on, how he's now regarded as one of the top 10 wealthiest people in South Africa through the state capture, then this will tell you, give you that detail. And then the the other book, uh, which I know is at Franz Hook, is the biography by Tandeka Gubula of uh, Tuli Madonsela, no longer whispering to power the, to- the story of Tuli Madonsela. I-, I hope that we are going to be able to speak to Tandeka not next week, but the week after she is going to be in town. I think after Franschuk, she's going to be in Cape Town for a while. And we'll get her into the studio and talk to her about what I think is, it is a respectful but not hagiographic biography. In other words, she doesn't, she doesn't just sing Tuli Madoncella's praises and say she is the best thing since sliced bread. She's obviously um, very admiring of her, but does acknowledge that there were things that she might have done differently, which might have led to less headbutting and might have led to uh, better outcomes for some of the investigations. So both of those South African books are well worth reading for keen students of South Africa. The Republic of Gupta, a story of state capture by Peter Louis Myberg, and No Longer Whispering to Power, the story of Tuli Madonsela by Tandeka Kubula.